and welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's Garbage People and a look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I am your host. And my name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. Hello. Hello, Hi, Cassandra. What's up? Does this t-shirt of a mugshot of Ma'anan Sheila from Wild Wild Country bring you joy? Yes. Is that what you have on right now? That's what I had to give away this week. <gasps> what the fuck? Wait, I want it. <laughs> Uh, well, let, let, I'll ask my closet organizer which Goodwill they dropped it off at. Oh. <laughs> I can direct you to it. But that was that was a. Uh, I spent three and a half hours going through my my precious precious items and having to make cuts and sacrifices. This wow! Week. If that got cut, what possibly survived? <laughs> 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 Oh, my like fourth Billy Joel concert t-shirt got to stay. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, you get merch every time you see Billy Joel? I, you know, I just, I love the Joel, man. I, uh, when we went and saw Future Islands like a month or so ago, I was like excited to buy merch. Like, I, cause I, it was something that like, I don't think I bought, I stopped going to concerts for a really long time in general. Cause I feel like I went to so many when I was in high school and like my very early 20s that I like burned myself out on the entire experience. And I was like, I'm done. That life's behind me. But I started to go to them again a little bit before COVID. And then, you know, we went to Future Islands after COVID. Well, it's, is it done yet? I don't know. No, mid, mid COVID. <laughs> mid COVID. And uh, yeah, it was like, I was like on my way out and like my partner went to the bathroom. I was like, I'm not thinking get some merch. And so I bought a t-shirt and I love it. I'm like, I have proof outside of my Instagram that I do shit. Mm -hmm. I went to the Hollywood Bowl on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And when asked if I wanted to get matching merch shirts, I had to say, no, I am banned from buying more band t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> like you think I was somebody like a like a boy in my mid 20s the way I have band t-shirts. <laughs> like, wow. I had to throw up a hard boundary and be like I'm not allowed because of my dear dear closet organizer. You know, I guess boundaries are good. <clears throat> boundaries are healthy. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm but I saw Alanis Morissette in Garbage so fun. Yeah, I, I feel like I had a few friends at that show. That was a big one. So Alanis Morissette might be an angel upon this earth. Her voice is incredible and her vibe is just so positive. Mm -hmm. And Shirley Manson is such a boss. Mm -hmm. Someone in the pit blew up a balloon and Shirley Manson said, mid-song, kill the fucking balloon, which was incredible. And then after the song, got up and was like, musicians are treated like shit in this climate. And we've put hundreds, if not thousands of hours into our crafts. And you're going to disrespect us by blowing up and tossing around a balloon? This isn't oh, yeah. a child's five-year-old birthday party. And it, like, But with her Irish accent, <laughs> it was like boss territory. It was incredible. Wow. Yeah, I was extremely pleased with it. There's like something like, imagine being the person who blew up the balloon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And everybody knows it was like, it was Tom. It was that guy. 
Oh, not us. And Tom probably has a big old boner about it now that he got yelled at. Oh, 100%. Tom's going to be like, Shirley Manson addressed me personally? Yeah. No. <laughs> why are why are you trash this week? Well, the Los Angeles Dodgers won the wild card game last Wednesday. Go Dodgers. Yeah. Which is exciting. And unrelated, on Thursday, I went to Trader Joe's uh, first thing in the morning before work because I feel like my work schedule is so crazy that I cannot possibly do it any other time but first thing in the morning. And um, I I saw the fall bouquets and I said, beautiful. Wow, look at that. I'm going to buy one. And I came home and I realized that my partner doesn't own vases. Oh, no. Not a vase to be found. Not a vase in sight. And that when I moved out of my last place, I think I left all of my vases behind because I only had like two as it was. And it was just one of those things where like I forgot I forgot to check for that when I was unpacking and stuff. And I was at the dollar store n- not not but three days prior, and I thought, I should buy a vase. Nah, never mind, because I was, like, looking for Halloween decorations, and then I, you know, didn't. Anyways, so I'm like, fuck, I have these fucking flowers. This stupid fucking boy doesn't have vases. Um, <laughs> I have to provide everything with decor. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I, needed, I needed a place to put these pretty flowers, and I looked – around and I found a bucket that I went to I won tickets to a Dodger game this year from my work and it was um LGBTQ night at Dodger Stadium and they had big like things of popcorn that were rainbow which I was like oh that rainbow popcorn probably gonna taste real good like I I mm-hmm. need I need a big gay popcorn bag and um Spoiler alert, the popcorn didn't taste better than normal popcorn. It was just popcorn that was colored. Um, oh, the, the big gay popcorn didn't taste good? It was fine. I mean, I ate it. I was drunk. But, like, you got this big, giant, like, popcorn thing from Dodger Stadium with your big gay popcorn. So I found that popcorn thing. I'm like, why the fuck did we save this in the first place? And it was like, for a moment like this. <laughs> And I was like, you know what? The Dodgers just are going to playoffs. I have these flowers. I have nowhere else to put them. So I have now a beautiful fall flower arrangement in what used to house gay popcorn from Dodger Stadium. And I posted that shit on Instagram. I was like, the Dodgers just won. Like, this is my fall decor. I saw said photo, and I'm glad to have the context. Yeah, yeah, because it's like... It's trashy. It's like, I don't, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not a huge proponent. I mean, like everyone live your damn life a hundred percent, but it is not my style per se to display sports team, you know, memorabilia around. But I was like, this is the one time where I feel like I'm a little bit justified because they're going to the playoffs. And as soon as they do or don't win, whenever baseball season is over for the Dodgers and for me, I'm like, I'll just – I'm going to buy a vase next time. Like, I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't have made that decision. Right. The circumstance <laughs> has not been perfectly right. I have a little bit of, you know, class. 
But mm-hmm. anyway, that was trashy. Why are you trash? Well, I went to the Hollywood Bowl on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I was walking back to the vehicle, mm-hmm. and I saw the Best Western on Highland, and it made me remember that one time. Now, I famously have tried to impress a date using my meal plan to mm-hmm. be daddy, and when I first moved to LA, I was dating this guy, terrible boyfriend. But I bought a group Name on. Him. I'm just kidding. Dan. <laughs> I don't care. He doesn't listen. I doubt he knows what a podcast is. Idiot. Uh, so I bought a group on to this Hollywood restaurant called Spice. Ooh. On Groupon, it looked so nice and so fancy. And so I was like, hey, I've got a date. I've got date night covered for us. And Spice was like a shitty, (laughs) tiny restaurant inside of that Best Western on Highland. (gasps) Full of tourist and hostile (laughs) adjacent people. And he was like, this, this is your Groupon? Like, this is where you wanted to take me? And I was like, I, yeah, I see the... I see the shame. I instantly regretted everything I'd ever done up until that point. (laughs) It just, fuck you, Groupon. You make it look really nice and really good. And it was not good. (laughs) And it was a tiny, shitty, dirty restaurant inside of a Best Western lobby, basically. (laughs) Oh, my God. Where do you even park? Oh, great question. Great question. No, no idea. I think we walked. Oh wow. Yeah. Groupon. Groupon is like that. I, I find myself like. First of all, I look for where I want to go, and mm-hmm. then I check Groupon to see if they're on there or something comparable. Because like, if you don't do your research, I I got a massage off of Groupon once, and like ended up being in like a chiropractor's office, which. They were like, before you go in your massage, you have to meet with the doctor. And I was like, oh, I just have a group on for a massage. They're like, yeah, yeah. It's just like this is included. And then like some random like creepy chiropractor guy like told me that, you know, I'll be in a wheelchair in six months if I don't fix my back. <laughs> like, essentially. <laughs> and like, I was like, okay. And then like, so I'm like already like, I'm far from home and I don't like this. And then. They're like, okay, you can go get a massage now. And I was like, okay. Like, I as if I could relax. Right. To myself, like, well, obviously that guy is full of shit. But, like, what's wrong with my back? Like, oh, what? my God. It was fucking terrible. So now I'm like, I ever since then, I've been very careful with Groupons. And hot tip, because Groupon does not sponsor this fucking show. Mm-mm. Call the business that you see on Groupon and say, hey, I saw a Groupon for this price, for this service. What's up? And then they'll go, we will honor it. Do not buy this off of Groupon. Just come in and we will honor that price. Because Groupon takes like 30 or 40% from these businesses. Yeah, 100%. That's a pro tip from from cheap Erica Mm -hmm. and cheap Cassandra. The businesses will 90% of the time honor the price that's on Groupon. 
yeah, because they'd rather then they get the full like if you go, oh, I need to get my eyelashes done and it's 40 bucks on Groupon, that business is gonna get like, you know, twenty-six dollars of that if they mm-hmm. if you buy it through Groupon, whereas they'd rather have the whole 40 because the mm-hmm. normal price for it is like 70 or whatever the fuck it is. Pro tip. That's some money-saving advice from Trashy Trashy. You're welcome. We are not accountants. We are also not sheriff deputies. No, we're not. Uh, Not Uh, anymore, that's for sure. Let's get into our first story from the New York Post. Sheriff's deputy fired for allegedly having sex at Universal Studios. We're, hey... Welcome home, Erica. We're talking about something that happened in L.A. (laughs) A Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputy who allegedly had sex while on duty at Universal Studios and mistakenly left his microphone on for a dispatcher to hear has been fired, according to a report. Do you know how hard it is to get fired as a police officer or a sheriff? (laughs) I, I it is it's shaking me to my core that you can shoot an unarmed citizen and and keep your job but if you have sex with someone then leave your microphone on you get fired. He was fired for de- violating department policy during the X-rated encounter in December with a woman near the Bates Motel section of the Universal Studios Hollywood. TMZ reported on Wednesday. How do you get over there? Isn't that on the on the tour? It's on the back lot. So he must have been patrolling. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I don't know why this article decided to quote what the lady was saying. Um, but, you know, it, it sh- it, they just quoted her saying, oh, and oh my goodness. So if you feel, you know, like you got the full story by knowing that, now you know. Now you know. They also describe it as a giggling moan. A giggly mm. moan. No, I mean, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So just what makes me laugh about this too. First of all, this is a New York Post article, which is a trashy website. But then like they are themselves quoting TMZ. Because, like, I guess in L.A., like, TMZ, like, stay in your fucked up shitty lane. Like, now you're reporting on the police. Like, Right, right. I don't know. Yeah, so Sheriff Alex Villanueva is taking uh, allegations of misconduct very seriously, expects peace officers to hold themselves to the highest moral and ethical standards, blah, 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 the public statement. But God, imagine being the person on the other side of this microphone. Oh, yeah. The dispatcher's like, uh, Chuck, Chuck, we can hear you. I'm going to let you finish, Chuck. But just so you know. (laughs) I mean, he must have been like dating someone, you know? I mean, how do you just have a quickie at Universal unless you've been actually seeing someone? Yeah, I don't know. Unless you're just like a really hot cop. Ooh, Hot Cops. That's uh, the name of my pilot. And it's about two models that accidentally pose as police officers and then end up getting the job. And then they're Hot Cops. And they get into hijinks. That's your pilot? Yes, the pilot that I will never write. Did you register that? Because now you just Uh, put that out. 
uh, registered WGA. The deputy, however, can appeal his termination, TMZ has learned. Oh, and well, there you go. Thanks. And probably will. Yeah. And will probably keep their job. God, fuck. I mean, just the simple fact that they're saying that he allegedly had sex. I guess no one knows, you know, that Michael yeah. could have been picking up anything. Yeah, they could have just been tickling each other. Or, like, maybe he walked in on two people, two other people having sex, and then just stood there and watched. He he joined in, <laughs> or he stood there and watched, either way. <laughs> either way, he's like, no, 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 I need to keep my, you, you don't understand. Yes, could you hear that on the microphone? Absolutely. But I was just watching and making sure that it was consensual. Uh, and that it remained consensual throughout. And I made everyone show me their IDs Mm -hmm. so that I knew how old everyone was. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything was vaccinated. Everyone was vaccinated. It was above board, Your Honor. I did what any good cop would have done in that situation. I didn't break it up. I watched. (laughs) Is this not America? Oh, my God. Or as the woman said, oh, my goodness. Nice. Thank you. Speaking of, oh, my goodness. Let's get into our next story from KUTV.com. This is my dog's favorite story of the week. (laughs) (laughs) A squirrel stores 350 pounds of nuts in a man's pickup truck. Battle between man and squirrel and the squirrel's winning. This is from, did you already say where the site was? Yep. All right. Well, never mind. The red squirrel. Keeps filling a North Dakota pickup truck with walnuts in order to prep for winter. North Dakota? I didn't even know her. Sorry. Uh, now now we do. <laughs> Bill Fisher, an insurance agent from Fargo, said he's been trying to stop the pesky squirrel from filling his car up with nuts for eight years without success. I mean, what an adorable conundrum just to have an insurance guy from Fargo. Like, oh, everyone thinks that everything is just murders up here because of all those TV shows, but really we've got different problems. Oh, geez. Oh, gosh. We've got, I mean, we've got squirrels filling up cars with damn near 350 pounds of nuts, walnuts, you know? Don't you you know? You've got those regional accents pretty good. Thank you. American red squirrels are small but mighty, about 12 inches long with sharp curved claws, and they can do some major damage. The animal's ingenuity forces Fisher to spend hours removing the walnuts from various nooks and crannies in his truck, which has become a a yearly nuisance. I've been dealing with this red squirrel since, gosh, 2013? This has now become sort of a ritual with it filling my truck with nuts and me trying to remove them. That's, like, the cutest problem we've ever covered. (laughs) Also, like, this squirrel, how long do squirrels live? (laughs) Great question. Am I crazy? Like, I'm like, damn. Like, it's it's a lineage passed down from squirrel to squirrel. Like, grandpa squirrel talks to baby squirrel and is like, you must do this this one thing for me. It's our family legacy. You must- he could replace the truck, maybe. Yeah, the truck can be replaced, but it's still got crevices for walnuts to be stored. I went and I bought myself a brand new a brand new truck, and then sure enough, the nuts kept coming. 
He said, I must have a sense of humor about this after so many years. I put in as much work as a squirrel when I have to take my truck apart just to remove buckets after buckets of walnuts. He said, nearly every part of the truck has been stuffed with walnuts. The squirrel has even managed to make its way into the hood and hidden nuts all around the engine and the front bumper, wheel well, and parts of the door. (laughs) God. Honestly, like... Give that squirrel a union job. Like, they work hard. (laughs) What are we even doing? Oh, I can't talk about it. But it's, wasn't it on here that there was like a squirrel that tested for landmines and they gave him his own medals? It was a rat and yeah, and they gave him a medal. I know, I can't, I'll get emotional. Uh, <laughs> this is a rat-sized metal, and he doesn't understand like how much good work he's doing because he's just a rat. But it's so sweet. It was. It was very sweet. You know. <laughs> you know what's not sweet? Yeah, change the subject. <laughs> this is not fake. Why am I like this? Oh, no. According to audacity.com. Woman is suing Geico, the gecko, after hooking up with a guy in the backseat of his car and it gave her an STI. Oh, do we not say STD anymore? No, it's it's infection, not disease now. Oh, okay, cool. You'll learn something every day. A woman is seeking $1 million from Geico after she was involved in an incident with a gentleman whose vehicle was covered by the insurance provider. She's suing Geico because she hooked up with the dude in the backseat of his 2014 Hyundai Genesis and got HPV as a result. Even though they didn't use protection, she still feels Geico owes her a payout because this guy has a policy with him. I mean, what are they for if not this? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like at this point, HPV, it's like shaking hands. Like, everybody's got it. Yeah, I mean, God, so she just, I wonder if she just straight up, (laughs) <laughs> called Geico. So I have a claim. Yeah, and then this, it's Geico, Australian gecko. <laughs> it's the gecko calling. Hello. He, he doesn't answer the phone every time, Eric. Oh. Well, Did you think not... that he was the only one? I thought he was just like doing the commercials, was in dispatch, goes out and adjusts the claims. Like I assumed it was a one-man shop. Is Geico the one who has a lot of mascots or is it progressive? Who's progressive. Got the, okay, because they've got well, progressive. I feel like only has Flo though, and now Flo has like a team around her, right? So it is Geico then, because Geico had the caveman too. You're right. I stand corrected. I'm not too. I'm not too proud to sta- to say when I've been when I've been one one upped. So all the Geico ma- mascots. You've got the gecko, the caveman. The Bland Salesman, Maxwell the Pig. Who the fuck are these low-rent Geico mascots? (laughs) Maxwell the Pig. (laughs) Geico filed a counter lawsuit to get the entire case dismissed per Reason.com, adding that car insurance only covers injuries that happened out of the ownership, maintenance, or use of the car. (laughs) Uh, Use of. Hello. Hello. I think it counts. Like, I don't think that they would have filed a counter lawsuit if they didn't think that she might have a leg to stand on. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> they could have just hung up the phone. But obviously, Geico's like, oh, shit. She might have she, she she might have found the loophole. The loophole. She got us on this one, James. We we need to we need to file a suit back. We need to scare her. Scare out of court. Scare out of court. <laughs> Watch. She's gonna settle and make fucking like six hundred thousand fucking dollars because uh. she's the first trash queen who's smart enough to call a guy's insurance company after fucking in a car. Mm-hmm. Damn mm-hmm. it. Damn it. Uh, that gets one of these <laughs> from me. Like she might be the smartest person on this podcast. I forgot you have bumpers. <laughs> I got stings, baby. I got stings. What? <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm gonna read the next headline, and <laughs> you find a sting for it. Okay. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Ready? Do you, I tell me when you're locked and loaded, and I'll go. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, I'm excited for it too much. Okay. Uh, okay. According to the BBC.com, U.S. man sues psychic who promised to remove ex-girlfriend curse. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, you only you have the drum, the drum thing, and you've got the uh, baseball and dramatic piano music. That's all oh, I got. Fuck. I love that shit. Oh my God. Second time with tears in my eyes. So a California man is suing a psychic who he falsely claimed said that she could remove a curse put on his marriage by a witch hired by his ex-girlfriend. Wow, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Mauro Restrepo said Sophia Adams promised she could save his marriage if she paid him five thousand one hundred dollars to exercise the spell according to a fraud suit filed in the torrent superior court system back in la baby Woohoo! sophia adams allegedly told mr restrepo that he and his family would be unhappy and in danger if the curse was not lifted so he is now seeking twenty five thousand dollars in damages listen we we don't use the g slur anymore but if a psychic tells you you're in trouble it's a hundred percent an extortion ring (laughs) bingo and does he even know that his ex-girlfriend hired a witch i'd love to know the psychic miss adams bills herself as a psychic love specialist and has a phd in life coaching oh no she doesn't have that she bills herself as phd life coach (laughs) That's just what she calls herself. I stand corrected. Yeah, this woman does not have a PhD. It's very important as journalists that we make sure that everyone knows that. During the sessions, Miss Adams read tarot cards and told him that mala suerte or bad luck. Mala suerte. Mala suerte. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Or bad luck was placed upon him by a witch hired by his ex-girlfriend. And unless the curse was removed, it would ruin Mr. Restrepo, his children, and his marriage, the court papers say. Um, despite making the initial deposit of $1,000, he says that Miss Adams did not help in any way and that his marriage has been suffering from sleepless nights, anxiety, anguish. You know what? Have you never heard a fairy tale? You think that all of the assholes who have curses put on them by witches don't try to just buy their way out first 
No, you have to do the one specific thing that's involved in the curse to make it go away. Witches are better than that. This is late stage capitalism attacking again. You think you can just buy your way out of a curse. Like, hello, did you see Shrek? She needed true love's first kiss in order to fucking not become an ogre every night. And you know what? Turns out her true love was an ogre. And then they're both ogres. And that's that's how the story goes. Okay? Okay. 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 Spoiler alert on Shrek. <laughs> A 20-year-old movie. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's good. Although I find that I have watched Shrek recently. I'm not going to lie. And I remember watching it and my partner coming out and being like, what are you watching? Because <laughs> no one expects to wake up on their Sunday morning to see their their beloved partner watching Shrek in the living room. Um, <laughs> alone. Alone. <laughs> like, sun's out. No reason. <laughs> sun's uh, out. Shrek's on. You know the phrase. So, hello. You got to. But I think that... Uh, so sometimes, like... People like independent people who do their own CGI, I feel like they always are kind of scary with it. You know, like it reminds me of like those Russian YouTube videos or uh-huh. like kind of internet troll type people. And the level of CGI that your average internet troll can do is the level that DreamWorks was able to do back when Shrek was on. Mm-hmm. And so. Shrek was kind of like had an element of like horror to it for me now. <laughs> and I think that's why Shrek gets memed a lot too, is because he's very easy to make. Right. So yeah, I was a little uncomfortable watching Shrek and not for the obvious reasons that we just stated where it was just like the morning. I had no reason to watch Shrek and all of that other stuff. Like I just felt like uneasy watching Shrek this last time. I don't know. DreamWorks, man. It They'll, they'll get you. You know what else will get you? A wedgie? Yeah. According to iHeart.com, jean shorts send woman to hospital with life-threatening wedgie. Some people will go great lengths for fashion, but one woman's choice of shorts wound up sending her to the hospital, and she shared her story on TikTok. As you do. So her name was Sam, and she's 25 years old in North Carolina. She chose to wear tight jean shorts on a full-day date with a guy she recently met. Who's got the time, you know? Um, she wrote on the clip that she had a wedgie for eight hours, but didn't think much of it the next day when she woke up with a really sore butt. As days went on, she felt more and more sick and eventually went to a doctor who gave her antibiotics for a possible skin infection on her rear. It didn't help. And the next day she felt so bad she couldn't walk because of the stabbing pain in her butt. She went to the ER where she is admitted to the ICU and doctors diagnosed as a bacterial skin infection called cellulitis and it led to a life-threatening septic shock Jeez, louise like i'll tell you what those shorts keep getting higher and higher honestly just just pick your wedgie in public nobody everybody gets a wedgie nobody cares well she said that she was picking her wedgie i think it was just because of the way the shorts were made because like the shorts the kids these days Walk around with their butts, with their butt cheeks hanging out the bottom of the shorts. Uh huh. 
I had a pair of shorts that I cut from jeans and I cut them too short. And I was like maybe 23 or something like that. And my little butt cheeks came out the bottom mm-hmm. and I was kind of like obsessed with the look. So I, I don't know, I guess I'm a little bit of a pioneer. And I remember, I think it was my mom or it was maybe my boyfriend at the time who was like older than me. And I was about to wear them out, which I'd worn them out plenty of times, but like I was going to wear them to very something very specific. Mm-hmm. And one of them said to me, you might be a little too old for those shorts now. And oh. I was like, how dare you? And I wore them out of spite. And I think about that all the time. I thought about that when I was reading this story, actually. My- and I was like, she's 25. I was even younger. Yeah. My blood ran cold just thinking about that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> During her week in the ICU, she was told she needed to – she might need to inf- cut – part of her butt off but thankfully it didn't come to that <laughs> so she did have to show her tush to a bunch of physicians apparently she is still dating this guy though and that they plan on telling the story at the wedding which is um a choice yeah that sounds like a story that like your best man or best brides you know your bridesmaid would tell at like the rehearsal dinner yeah And everyone would get a kick out of it, but not the wedding toast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not when grandma's there. No, no. Because, like, what do I know? I mean, the moral of the story is going to be like, you should have seen the shorts, though. Like, how could I not marry her? She looked real good at them, even though it almost killed her. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of almost got killed, let's get into our next story from 101theeagle.com. Iowa man calls in bomb threat because he got no sauce for McNuggets. Now, this is not the first time that we have covered a person who calls in a bomb threat or does something over the top because of no sauce. So I'm not going to victim blame here. But, like, McDonald's needs to stop forgetting to give people sauce because it's making them crazy. It's it's truly driving them insane. Nothing drives me as – it's just so infuriating when you're like, can I get extra ketchup and a ranch? And then when I get that bag and I leave the drive through, and there's not a ranch or a ketchup to be found, I I understand the instinct to want to call in a bomb threat. <laughs> I'm not saying it's justified or he should have done it. I'm just saying I get the instinct. Yeah. So Robert Golwitzer, who lives near Des Moines, Iowa, he shares a tale um, that happened around 520 p.m. back in June where he called McDonald's and said that he had 30 McNuggets with no sauce. That's a lot of McNuggets. That's a lot of McNuggets. Uh, the manager told Robert he could just come back to the store. But he declined and allegedly stated, I'm going to blow up the store and punch you in the face. Those two things are not the same. Those are not the same. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously he's not being serious. Like, he's like, hey, come back to the store. We'll get you sauce. No, I'm going to blow up the store and punch you in the face. It's kind of like, okay, like. All right, guy. <laughs> He's just mad. I'm not, uh, don't do this. <laughs> no, this is not an endorsement. 
So, I mean, he said he was like, I had no real intention of blowing up the store, but he did plead guilty to a misdemeanor. So, you know, there you go. There you go. I feel like what is happens to me more often is that I'm like, they're like, what kind of sauce do you want? And I'm like, shit, I don't know. Cause I can never remember like who has good ranch and who has bad ranch. And so I was like, let me just get ranch and honey mustard. Mm-hmm. And then what will end up happening is I have like five ranches, which I open one up and I realize it's booty ranch. It's not the ranch that you want. Right. And then only one honey mustard. And I'm like, fuck, I blew yeah. it. Or other way around. Sometimes the honey mustard's not on. And like, I just feel like I end up with too much of the wrong fucking sauce. Right, right. Speaking of the wrong sauce, let's get into our next story from theboardpanda.com. A mother orders a shirt from China for her three-year-old and receives a top with inappropriate text. I fucking love this story. They don't explicitly name the Chinese retailer, but I'm going to assume it's wish.com. Oh, really? Why? I've never even heard of them. Oh, a wish is just they they repackage stuff from alibaba.com which is like the Amazon like wholesale Amazon uh-huh. of China and wish is famously doing inappropriate shirts and uh like I'll, I'll send you links of things where you're like who would order that and okay. it's not just like dirty words on t-shirts it's like shorts with like or like pants with like a hole in the thigh like the inner thigh and you're like what is that for like that's not flattering on a soul and then there's uh memes of people it's like what you ordered online but what you got from wish.com and it's like the knockoff version of whatever it is that's amazing so this woman Kelsey Don Williamson she bought a shirt that depicts the frog and toad which is like a children's book if you saw it you'd know it and it just has a picture of the frog and the toad on a bike and that's what she ordered and what she got back was a t-shirt with frog and toad on the bike but underneath (laughs) says fuck the police (laughs) (laughs) it's like you couldn't make that that leap and like a random like a generator you know what i mean like the the leap of like frog and toad two best friends just hanging out on a bike in nwa's famous fuck the police phrase i mean i feel like if this shirt was like widely like someone fucked up because i people would wear this shirt it's hilarious it's 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 yeah it's, it's 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 hilarious, regardless of how you feel about police. It's funny. It's very funny. So then this article goes on with the mom being like, well, it was cool that we went viral, but now I kind of don't want to be famous anymore. So as always, you know, it gets real dark when you put your stuff out there for the Internet to see. It gets dark and yeah. now people are getting weird with her. Yeah, so she posted a photo of her daughter wearing the shirt, and then people, like the three-year-old, and people are, like, weight-shaming this child now, and, like, calling the baby fat, and are like, you're a bad mother for overfeeding her, and she's like, wait, what? This was supposed to be cute and about the t-shirt, you know? 
It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, and then this woman feels like she has to justify her parenting all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes three-year-olds just going to be chubby. Yeah. It's a grow. It's a growth phase. I was going to say, speaking of uh, a growth phase, phase, fuck, never <laughs> mind. Speaking of a growth phase, nope, that's not it. Uh, let's get into our next story from ladbible.com slash UK. Do it. It's a good one. All right. Speaking of a growth phase, our next story comes to us from ladbible.com. Shop owner told to remove poster of naked woman and puts up one of a naked man instead. Modern day feminism. <laughs> We're equal. <laughs> A bathroom shop owner was told to remove a poster of a naked woman showering and has replaced it with a topless fellow lying in a bath instead. You know this shit is in Europe because you're like, what the fuck is a bathroom shop? <laughs> but like, Europe, man, they have shops for every... You're not going to find a Target on every corner in Europe. You're nope. going to find specific shops for your specific needs and... It's kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. Although it did give me anxiety the first time that I was in Paris. I was like, what if I need something? <laughs> There's not a Walmart to be found. Help. This comes to us from Nottinghamshire. That just sounds like they they Nottingham was, was already a town. And then somebody mm -hmm. was like, well, I like the name Nottingham. And they're like, well, add Shire to it and you'll be fine. <laughs> Nottingham. Shire sounds like an afterthought. Um, <laughs> town hall officials said the advert breached planning rules and reported it to the Advertising Standards Authority or the ASA. Essentially, they were like, yo, if you have this lady showering on the side of your store, then people are going to get in car accidents. Yeah, because we're so desperate to see nude bodies, we're going to get into car accidents. When I'm wanking it in the car, I'm going to need to see a naked lady. Good good use of the word wanking. Thank you for, you know, using the the term. Region, regional specific <laughs> terms. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand when I'm, you know, in my, my bloody car. Um, I don't know. Fuck. Forget it. Uh, they so he switched out with this guy. As to, uh, they keep saying a topless man in a bathtub. Obviously, like you probably can't see his, you know, dick. No, because in the tub, isn't it's covered by the tub. Mm -hmm. The council has confirmed the new poster will be allowed to stay. Everyone wins. Hey, man. Uh, he said people often give us a smile and give us a thumbs up when they walk past the store. When's the last time you've given like a thumbs up? Um, I don't know. Exactly. You know, I need, I, I want to implement it more in my routine because you can't say okay anymore because white supremacy. White supremacists took it. Yeah. But a thumbs up feels sarcastic, you know, like uh, we went out yesterday and I was, I, I, we got some food from a food truck and we were sitting pretty close to the truck. And so like the person from the truck, like looked over to see if we liked what they made us. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes. And I almost was like, okay, like very good. 
but I stopped myself and I kind of just like waved and I was like, and nodded my head, but that would have been a good moment for a thumbs up. Yeah. I need to implement thumbs up into my routine more often. Like mm-hmm. instead of a wave or a clap, I'm just going to be like, next Dodgers games you see me at, I'm just going to be like, thumbs up boys. <laughs> thumbs up. You know who gets a thumbs down? Uh, the man in our next story. Bingo, bingo, baby. According to Newsweek.com, a driver caught using fake skeleton as passenger to drive in carpool lane. Thank God it was a fake skeleton. <laughs> this story would have an entirely different tone if it were a real human skeleton. I don't know if we would have covered it. <laughs> um, Harris County Precinct. Precinct 5 Constable's Office shared the story to Facebook on Wednesday, leaving many Houstonians in stitches. With Halloween just around the corner, they saw this guy in the HOV lanes, and um, I'm not going to, I'm skipping over their jokes. I'm not going to lie to you guys. You're not going to say they had a feeling in their bones something wasn't right? I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, I'm also not going to say that they issued the driver a bona fide citation. I'm not going to do it. Good for you. Or uh, that they wished him a bone voyage. God. Ooh. <laughs> I love cop Facebook pages when they get funny. I just, I, I like a pun. I like a dad joke, but like, I don't like a funny cop for some reason. I'm like, you're you're not off my shit list yet, sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to hear you. And they're always making these jokes about people who are like real life people who've committed crimes. Like this one is kind of like whatever, like fine, make jokes because a guy has a skeleton. But like sometimes they make jokes about like drug busts. Right. <laughs> it's like this is like messed up. Oh, my God. Attached to the post was a picture of the fake skeleton, which was securely buckled into the passenger seat and wearing a baseball hat. You got to put him in like a sweatshirt, too. Duh. Duh. Yeah. 100%. And maybe wearing a Halloween mask over the skeleton. Okay, so here's the move. And don't break the law. But if I was to do this, Mm -hmm. this is what I would do. You put baseball hat, sweatshirt. And you put them in the back seat, buckled in with their head leaning against a pillow against uh-huh. the window. Uh-huh. So anybody driving by is going to be like, oh, they have a kid in the back seat who's asleep or an adult who's asleep. And that's mm-hmm. what's going on. Like, I, I don't because, you know, someone in your back seat is still a passenger. When I used to nanny, I would have a car seat in my back seat at all times. And so sometimes I would drive in the HOV lane. Not proud of this. And I was like, my plan was if I ever got pulled over, I would look back and be like, oh, my God, I have to go. I must have forgotten them. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been talking to myself. I, I, oh my God, we've been listening to the Teletubbies on, on tape and, and oh my God, I've got to go, sir. Do you or talk ma'am. to yourself when you sneak into the carpool lane? Uh, and like reach in the back and stuff? <laughs> I don't do it anymore. But like I've, when you did it? No, no. I was, uh, you know, I mean, I probably talked to myself out loud, but I, I wasn't talking to the back seat specifically. I've done it once where I snuck into the carpool lane and mm-hmm. 
I I put on a whole fucking show because I was <laughs> I was so late to like pick someone up from the airport. I had no choice. And so yeah, I was like talking, you know, yeah. to myself yeah. and I would like kind of reach in the back a little bit, whatever. I like a whole show. You're a pro. You're a, you're an absolute <laughs> performance professional. A professional uh trickster. Hey Cassandra, are you ready? Uh yeah, I'm ready. It's time for the dumpster fire of the week. This our dumpster fire comes to us from gawker.com. You had to explain this to me this morning. Okay. So have you read Bad Art Friend from the New York Times yet? And if you have Times? Yes. Oh, not to brag, but I do subscribe to that website. You do. So if you have not read it, pause the podcast and go read Bad Art Friend. What if they now back? Now that you're back, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't have sent you away. So basically, two writers. Okay, so basically, a, a woman donated, voluntarily donated her kidney and posted about it on Facebook. And when was sharing stories about it, another woman basically used that as the jumping off point of a short story. And the woman who donated the kidney didn't think that that was okay and called her a bad art friend because they're both writers. Oh, so bad art friend, not because, you know, hey, you're taking my real life story and making it into your art. It's, hey, you took my story when I was going to write about that. Yeah. So Don Dorland and Sonia Larson are entered into a year long, years long battle over the short story Larson wrote about that was inspired by Dorland's posting on Facebook about donating her kidney to a stranger. So all this is to say bad art friend was like 10,000 words in the New York times. Neither party comes off particularly well in the story. But it seems that Larson, the one who wrote about it, may have engaged in some light plagiarism. And Dorlin, the woman who donated her kidney, is very unsympathetic, and it's hard to take her side. Well, so it because isn't she kind of an asshole about this? Like, even though she's the one who gave the kidney, like she it ends up like you feel like she's an unlikable person, a completely unlikable person. So this article by Gawker is just to say, like, it's trying to sum up the story, but also to say, here's the teachable moment. Don't write about it. Like, don't <laughs> write an article about this. So they're trying <sighs> to teach the New York Times. Yeah. So Dorland pitched the story to the New York Times herself. So the woman who donated the kidney oh was like, this is New York Times worthy drama. Like she emailed her about a Facebook post. Like it's just petty adult drama. And you really need to read the 10,000 word article <laughs> to understand just how unlikable almost everyone comes off in the story, except <laughs> for a minor character named Celeste. And she she comes out, you know, somewhat likable and seems level-headed in the story. That's um, like insane. Yeah. And Dorlin, the woman who donated the kidney, has been contacting people for years trying to get this story told. So she's been pitching this this drama 
over maybe some light plagiarism and some inspired by for years. And she got the Times? And she got the Times and called Larson the bad art friend. For, you for, blew it. Yeah. It's it's kind of like the, the you know, what you would uh, – this article says it's the gripes that should just be unleashed in a group text. <laughs> which in Larson's case, they did until those group texts were so peanut and – it's just it's just absolutely wild. Like I recommend you give Bad Art Friend a read. Give this Gawker article a read. It sums it up nicely. But you know, it it's like delete this thread and then go to <laughs> Am I the Asshole on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> because all assholes involved. <laughs> wow. All assholes here. <laughs> what a chaos shit sandwich of a I lot stayed of up people like midnight reading it the other night like i got in late or i went to bed late and i like was like what's this bad art friend everyone on twitter's talking about and then god damn did i stay up way too late being invested in these women's petty drama totally <laughs> that's amazing and here's the thing if you're not on the group text the group text is about you oh you're just going to add that in. Oh, I mean, that's just a, a PSA to the listeners. If there's a, a, a group text and it's not very active, there's a second group text that's about you. Okay. Now, now wait. There's scenarios for this. Absolutely. Is, is someone in duress? Do we need to, to talk about them to help them? Right. Or is it someone's wedding? But- then there's also like, like yes, if you're in an active group chat and then all of a sudden everybody drops off or people return to a group chat that you're in with everyone seeming to know information that you don't, absolutely be suspicious. But you know what? Also, life is full of group chats. And sometimes I'm in group chats that don't with people who I'm also in same group chats with the same people with more people. But I'm like, I just needed to talk to these two. That's all. Yeah. It, it has yeah. nothing to do with the, the the one or two people who's left out. So I just, you know, I want to make sure everyone doesn't get all crazy about their group chats uh, real quick because of what you just said. Nope. Nope. Um, I'm letting people spiral this week. <laughs> spiral. Oh, no. Um, are you hoarding anything besides I am. spiraling? I am. I you know, you talked about it earlier, but I love Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. And I love the service at Trader Joe's. Last night, I, I went in and I bought 12 bottles of wine. Uh-huh. Okay. Because I'm going away for the weekend. Right. I forgot about that when I had reacted to it. <laughs> <laughs> not not for personal consumption all at once. Sure. And. My cashier at Trader Joe's not only got me like a box for all of them, but then pushed my groceries out to my car and unboxed the wine, like, and put the box in my car just by themselves and then refused to take a tip when I offered it. Wow. Unparalleled service at Trader Joe's. It's the pricing's good. You know what you're going to get. The produce, you know, it's hit or miss. But <laughs> yeah. I was. 
I was thoroughly impressed. And I, I just, I love it. I love a Trader Joe's. One time I was at a Trader Joe's and, um, my tire, I walked out and my tire was flat when I came back out of the store and one of the employees changed my tire for me. Wow. I mean, unparalleled service. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty great. I was like, I, I can't believe that I'm asking this, but does anyone know how to change a tire? And they were like, oh, absolutely. Roger does. Roger. And Roger's like, yeah, I got you. Uh, incredible. Incredible. Yeah. What are you hoarding this week? I am hoarding a new HBO documentary. It's on HBO Max. It's called The Way Down, God, Greed, and the Cult of Gwen Shamblin. Yes. I can't wait to watch this. Yes. I've only seen the first episode, but I'm super excited about it. I'm absolutely going to watch probably every other episode while I work today. And uh, it's about this woman named Gwen Shamblin who in like the 80s or 90s-ish got kind of famous because she wrote a book about how you can use God to lose weight. And like obviously like 80s, 90s is like the – People were obsessed with their weights. And so mm-hmm. probably because, oh, never mind. Whoop. <laughs> I saw a soapbox. I was about to stand on it. <laughs> nope. We don't have time. Anyways, they were obsessed with their weight. <laughs> and her stance is that we are slaves to food when or we're we're devoted to food and we need to be devoted to God. So you only eat when you feel actual hunger. I mean, it's not like fucking rocket science. You only eat when you feel hunger pain. And that's it, which is like, that's a good dieting technique. But her, the other thing was, if you want to eat when you don't feel hungry, then you're, you're praising your refrigerator. Those are the moments when you need to go to God. So whenever you feel like eating, but you don't actually have hunger pain, it's time to pray. This is her whole thing. Anyways, she gets very famous off of it. A lot of followers. And then she builds her own church. She's evangelical Christian and she's, I don't want to spoil too much, but she's one of the first people to ever question what's called the Holy Trinity, which would be the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. And it got a lot of people turned off to her, but then a lot of people were like, yes. And like any good cult leader, she ends up being, you know, the closest thing to God. So I've just seen the first episode, but I really think everyone should watch it. And her hair is crazy mm-hmm. because there always are. It's fun. HBO Max. The way down. Excellent. Excellent. What are you hoarding? Uh, I already hoarded, but what are you throwing away? Am I drunk? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm throwing away the San Francisco Giants, baby. Yes. I also just couldn't think of anything that I like really disliked this week, which is good. I mean, unless I want to throw away my job, but I can't. So can't do that. Uh, What are you throwing away? I'm throwing away that the Hollywood Bowl stops serving alcohol at 10 p.m. and doesn't make an announcement about it. Okay. Hello. People need to know when the alcohol will stop being served at a concert. Whenever I go to the Hollywood Bowl, it's always um I've only ever been with the Philharmonic where you can bring your own alcohol and your own food in, which is fucking fantastic. And that's why I like the Hollywood Bowl. But I've never been to a like a show like what you went to where you have to rely on them. But I did that happened to us at the Greek where they were like, oh, we're done. And I'm like, well, why didn't what? 
Who, yeah, knew, who knew that? Who knew this? This who, isn't who, publicized. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I uh, yeah, I stand by that. Where can the people find you, Cassandra? At Cass Cardenas on the Twitter and the Instagram. And you can find me on the Nooner Podcast and the Smodcast Network. We randomly talked about politics this week, um, which is weird because we normally try to avoid that subject, even though Marty always tries to bring it up. But Marty was gone this week and it just like happened. And it was actually like a good discussion, um, I think. So I still wouldn't say like run over and listen to that. It's more like for the crossover listeners that we have, like, can you even believe that we talked about politics? Anyways, where do the people find you? (laughs) <laughs> at iconic erica curry on instagram that's all i that's that's where i want to be found all at right. iconic erica curry did you say and some I, weird shit on twitter in the uh during the instagram <laughs> shutdown and that's why you don't want people checking your twitter right now <laughs> no <laughs> oh i should have thrown away mark zuckerberg oh well next week next week next week what a bitch there's <laughs> we can throw him away every week we can just a constant dunk on him uh <laughs> <laughs> As always, you can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram and on Twitter and at our website, www.trashytrashypodcast.com. Hey, Trat. Mm. Hey, Cass. <laughs> Do you almost call me Trashy Bitch? Uh-huh. Okay. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? <laughs> stay trashy. <laughs> I will stay trash, trash. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Bye.